You're listening to Fear the Inth Cast. I'm JD. I'm Steven. <laughs> this is weird. This is weird. You didn't say Dragon Ballers. I know. Did you did you feel I was I was there was a very short it was a very short intro. You didn't say what episode number. Uh, I haven't gotten to that yet. Oh we don't we okay. I'm I don't know the protocol. <laughs> I haven't I haven't listened to it enough. I've listened to one or two. Yeah. But I haven't I haven't picked up on the whole flow just yet. Yeah. So if you're listening, you'll notice that things are a little different. Josh just, isn't here. Yeah. Slacker. And also this was a it's a weird week for us to record. We, we yeah, it's super late. We planned a couple times to record. Some, someone I know was super late. Yeah, I was super was super late. late. And then last night we were going to record, but someone was super late landing a plane. That wasn't my fault. No, no, it wasn't your fault. Also, so. uh, I was at the airport at one o'clock in the morning, and then I had to uh, get up for work at four. So yeah, do some math there, real you, quick. You're just a good friend. I. Am a is good friend. The, I am the best, the best friend. So we apologize for our late release of this episode. Things we, have happened. We are sorry. And if you don't understand, then frankly, I don't want you listening. So no, just turn it off. No, turn no, it off. No, no, no. <laughs> not that at all. We apologize. It won't happen again. And but we, thank you for understanding. Yes, we appreciate your understanding very much because you guys are cool. You you understand. That's why I said my thing earlier. It's because I knew they would understand. They were, they knew you were just joking around. Yeah, you're yeah. just joshing them. You get, yeah, I do that. I just josh with people. So that's we, what I say when I'm a dick to people. If <laughs> I say I'm just joshing, I'm just joshing you. <laughs> we are continuing our coverage of Preacher, mm-hmm. and Stephen is more caught up on Preacher than he is on. Fear the Walking Dead or the Walking Dead. I've never seen either of those. So I was like, I'm glad you guys are finally doing a show that I like. Exactly. Because so Stephen was more than happy to fill in, and he may fill in another time this season. Absolutely. We'll see. We'll see, we'll see what happens. So, I might even fill in for you, Haas. I think you're gonna. Yeah. I, th- I, think, I think. I think that's sometime the plan. around early August. Yeah. Probably so. <laughs> so uh, we're. This is season one, episode five. It's weird. It's a six episode. The numbers, yeah, the numbers are really throwing me off, man. Sundowner. Sundowner, episode five. It's the sixth episode, though. Yes. So when I was watching it on the DVR, yes. it's it's titled as episode six because it's the sixth episode. Yes. But it's episode five because the pilot is episode zero. Episode zero. Yes. 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 It's, it's yada, weird. Yada, yada, yada. AMC can number them how they want. They can. They are well within their right to do that. And so, who am I to judge? Josh and I normally watch the episode, but Stephen and I have another podcast that we do where we don't watch the episode. Yeah, the other show that we watch, though, is one, very childish, and two, half as long, or not a third. Yes. A third the length. So we're going to see how this works and how we do. We'll, we'll do good, I think obviously. we'll be fine, because this episode, I really feel like, kicked it into the next gear. Oh, yeah. And and it started right from the beginning. But before we start with this episode, Stephen, yes. as someone who hasn't been on the other episodes of Fear the Nth cast about Preacher, right. I would like your overall impression of the show so far. Before, in case anybody, this is their first time listening. Right. What 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 do you think of the show as it's I progressed? Firstly, would highly recommend that you watch it. Um, so hit pause on this, go watch Preacher, and then come back after six hours or so because uh, you're gonna want to watch them. Um, it's um, it's it's a little slow at certain parts, definitely, but it's. A West Texas thing, that's just what happens in West Texas. Everything is just slow. Yes. But 
like they they capture that mentality very well and but the parts that are good are really good and it's it it makes you want to keep watching it i watched like four episodes of it yesterday nice like just to catch up because like um i didn't have access to it until (laughs) nice until (laughs) yesterday until yesterday and so i was like all right i'll fire it up and then i was like all right next one okay it was like like frantically fast forwarding through the commercials i was like all right i need to see it i need to see it so yeah definitely watch them nice Mm -hmm. i like it so this episode I feel like the the open, the cold open for the the episode you're like Oh, oh my gosh. Oh shit. Dude, that that was mind-blowing. It really was cuz you get you get some information about what Genesis is, which is mind-blowing yeah. to start with. And then the other angel that comes in and they just start beating the shit yeah, out of each the, other. Yeah, the the seraph. And um I thought it was interesting in the previous episode um you get to see the seraph kind of like walking around and yeah. it's like it didn't act like a human at all, right? But somehow it knew that the keys would access the, would unlock the car, and would open the doors for. And I was just like, okay, it doesn't know how to walk, but it knows how to operate the yeah. remote for a car. All right, I'll let it slide. I'm willing to suspend my disbelief. Whatever. In the serif, it's very different than in the comic because in the comic, it's it's a very muscular, wide eyed, no pupil angelic looking being mm. and then in this you know it's a just a normal looking short, lady short little soccer mom yeah i thought <laughs> i thought that was cool that they just picked someone like that you know um i'm not gonna go into what i was just thinking about oh why not I, <laughs> because maybe. it was it was it's otherworldly and it's a little bit oh. i don't want to scare people oh yeah mm. but she looked exactly like an angel that i i don't know if it was an angel or not mm-hmm. but there was this one time i saw this lady and it was in like a weird situation, and like uh, she just appeared and then disappeared. Yeah, and I don't want to. I don't want to get too okay. much into it, but, but it that's was awesome. Yeah, it was. They they had a very similar look about them. Really? Yes. Nice. And so I was just like, "Whoa!" Sounds like, <laughs> it sounds like a great story. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you the full details. I don't. Okay. I don't want to share off with air. everyone. It'll it's, be off air. Yeah, yeah off air. Yeah. Sorry, guys, I, I but R-L. it's it's a bit it's a bit personal. So what do you think of the Genesis origin story? Because oh, they're just kind of like uh, Romeo and Juliet kind of deal. Uh, just on a much greater level. Yeah, yeah, obviously. I mean, because... I mean, I don't want to get too nerdy, but it's very much uh, eighth MS team, if yes. you're familiar with Gundam. <laughs> Which we are. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I, uh, I love how serious... What the, I forget his name, DeBlanc or Fior, which the one uh, with the really, shoot, the one with the really low voice. Just when he talks, he's like, you know, it, it's, it was a, it's an unholy union between, you know, a demon and an angel. Mm-hmm. And it's embarrassing. It's an abomination and we can't let it out because yeah, we can't it, let everyone know about it because <laughs> it's more powerful than God is what he said. Right. Yeah. And I mean, I, I don't know if I believe that. Well, the, in the comic, I don't want to spoil too much when I mean, we've okay. tried really hard not to do it. But in the comic, the reason that they say it's more powerful than God is because God can only be good mm-hmm. and the devil can only be evil. Mm. But Genesis is totally good and totally evil. It's gotcha. capable of being perfect at both, which makes it more powerful. Gotcha. It's not restricted by I see what being. you're saying. And yeah, I mean, we've, we've seen that. It's, there's, like this good aspect that ends up being bad. Yes. And so it's like, 
You have the best of yeah. intentions, mm-hmm. and then shit. The follow through <laughs> is usually shitty for yeah. thus said party. Mm. I thought one thing that I thought was really funny. I don't know if you guys talked about this or not because I didn't listen to the whole episode. But yeah. uh, the uh, uh, Fior and De Blanc they were driving a Kia Soul. Yes. Did you point that out? We didn't point that uh, out. <laughs> I just thought that was. I was just like, all right, they did that on purpose. Yes. You guys. It was quite clever. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they recognize that it's a serif. Yes. And they go to take her out in the parking lot. And then as soon as they kill her, shoot her in the head, she comes back. She comes back. What did they what did they call it? I don't remember what they called it. Re resurgence? Yeah, something like that. Rege- regeneration. It was resurgence, I think was the word they used. Yeah. I'm sorry. There's a flash of white light, and they're just reborn, essentially. Yeah, and they said, and the, the they do it as well. Yes, so but and, they have to die, die. Yes, because and they say, you know, it can either be instantaneous, it can be a, be bit, a long time, it, it might be, be in the right exact next, same spot, or yeah, or close to. Yeah. So when they go to the Sundowner Motel to run away, you just. <laughs> That scene was one of the craziest scenes I've yes. ever seen. I loved it. Ever. Yeah. It was it was mind blowing. Just that fight and it's because it's oh, it man. started very innocuous, you know, like they killed her once. Yeah. And they're like, Don't kill her. Don't kill have- her. And then he slices her throat. And right. then he's like he's like, I all right. He's like uh preacher is all like, All right, I took care of it. Yeah. <laughs> but and, they're like, no, it's just gonna get worse when she comes back. Right. And <laughs> you get the knock on the door. Maybe it's just the towels. It's not. It's, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> and then, but in that scene, Preacher's the only one who's in like serious danger. Yeah. Because if he dies, he's not coming he's, back. He dies for real. Yeah. He, Genesis would come out of him then. And so they would get their way. So. Yeah. What I find interesting also is that the Seraph was not aware of Genesis. Right. She was just there because they had left their post and left heaven without permission. Right. And they got the, uh, they didn't answer their phone, I guess. Yeah. It would be like, you know, you don't answer your phone to, to come work. And they're like, okay, well, I don't think that they've ever sent anyone out. But if they did, it would be similar to that, especially if you work in retail. Yeah. If you work in retail and you don't show up for your shift, there's going to be a serif coming after you. Yeah. Being like, get to work, damn it. Exactly. No one else is going to do this because this is retail and no one wants to do it. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. So the fight, though, <laughs> I love the way they filmed it through the hole yes. that he had shot in the wall. Yes. And just the bodies flying. Well, I thought the serif had punched that hole in the wall. Yeah, Seraph yeah. punched the hole in the wall, and then Jesse tried to shoot her. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Tried to shoot right. her in the neck, and then that's and then then that's how she died again. And, and he's like, "Nope, nope. damn, <laughs> I killed her." And just the conversation they were having, like, "Are you dying? Yeah, not fast enough. Okay." And they killed right, her, bang. and they come back, mm-hmm. and then continue the conversations and continue the fight. Oh, it was so badass, dude. Yeah, what? I mean, if I were uh, Jesse, preacher, whatever you want to call him, um, I would have been. Why didn't he just use Genesis and be like? Uh, stop fighting. Yes, etc. Surrender. May- maybe in yeah. the heat of the moment, that would be hard to just be like, "All right, I got to focus on this." I don't know how much focus it takes. Yeah, he probably wasn't thinking it because uh, he definitely has some uh, fighting experience, and so it's very much adrenaline based. Very yeah. much don't think, act. Yeah, and even when it was him one on one with her, mm-hmm. he thought he could handle her, and right? Just kept punching her in the face and kicking, her, and she didn't even move. Mm. And then he's like, "Oh, I may be out of my depth. Mm. Perhaps I should do something different." Something I thought was interesting was I don't know 
which if it came up in this one or not, but um, someone was talking about how angels were superior to humans. I don't even know if I was on the show or not. I don't, I don't even remember. Do you yeah. do you remember that coming yeah. up? They're not. Just want to point that out. Right. Um, uh, angels are basically just worship bots. Yes. They are created by God to worship him. Yes. The end. Yes. That's it. That That's all that they do. Maybe not in, in this world, but in typically, yeah, yeah. In typically yes. Yeah. That is what This is going to be like, you know, it, 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 they're not better than us. And <laughs> I actually get insulted when people call me angel. I'm like, listen, pal, yeah. I have free will. All right. I'm not an angel. Right. Well, and when people are like, oh, she, that person was an angel in heaven and on earth and they had to go back soon. And I'm like, what? That's bullshit. That sounds like someone I know. Post- oh my gosh. Yeah. That is, that is, that's horse shit. Team Grimmy. You do. Yeah. You, <laughs> you don't become an angel when you die and being an angel is not better than being a human. Yes. There. My rant's over. All right. I just, I had to get that off my chest though. Yeah. Cause yeah. Team okay. Grimmy for life. <laughs> <laughs> so after that, it's a weird shift uh, between Tulip, and it goes to Tulip and Emily. Yes. Where Tulip barges into the house, stay away from my boyfriend. <laughs> and you're just like. Is that when she was on the can? No, that was the last oh, episode. okay, okay. When she was okay, like, okay. where is he? This is her- I watched them all like yeah. in a row. So it's, it, they all yeah. kind of run together. For Emily's, Emily's daughter is sick. And mm-hmm. Tulip just walks in the oh, house yeah. and says, stay away from my boyfriend. And, and then throws, throws the, the thing. <laughs> yes. You broke my kid's art thing. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> That's what she wanted to say. And then she comes back in. And she's like, I'll fix the art thing. I'll and, fix the art thing. <laughs> and then it's a really weird conversation. A little bit, yeah. And But I think it's some of the best character development that Tulip and Emily have had. Mm-hmm. Because Tulip, I, I haven't liked what they've been giving her as a character lately. But to see her being able to be caring, actually caring about other people and seeing a daughter and knowing that she and find out that she used to have a kid, mm. you're like, oh, okay, so there's a little more to Tulip than we yeah, thought. Because I mean, all that I've seen from Tulip is Jesse, why don't you come back and be an outlaw with me? Come on, we can do dirty things to each other after we murder people. Yeah. That's that's all that I know of Tulip. Yeah, and she drives a Chevy SS, which forget about it. Yeah, well, <laughs> you're not a fan. I mean, it's it's it's, it's fine enough, I guess. <laughs> I, mean, I wouldn't say no if as, someone offered it. As to far me. as American cars go, American muscle, exactly. Yeah. Like there's there's not many that are better than the SS. So this is true. Obviously, Challenger. I'm biased, but <laughs> we oh you uh, yeah <laughs> we may have seen a picture or two of it one or two and Emily too um I uh, would you be that trusting of someone you didn't know no and that had like she invites her in the house yeah well her- I mean like I don't it depends not like because I always try to like see the best in people and I try and like help out people and whatever they need like. Um, the other day, the garbage men were outside my house and, um, I was like, I kind of got in their way a little bit while I was trying to park my car. Nice. And so I was just like, oh man, I'm being a dick. And so I went out and brought water bottles to them and I was like, guys, it's a thousand degrees out here because Houston, um, and I feel bad. So you guys take these. Yes. And so like. What did they say? Were they appreciative? Yeah. They were just like, all right, oh man. Thanks. Mang. <laughs> Next time you need to give them lemonade. Lemonade, because yeah. of the sugar. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I figure water's a start, and it's what I had. <laughs> there you go. 
You don't have that Mio. I would have I would have brought stuff. them beers, but I feel like that would have been uh not as good. I mean, as long as they're not the ones driving the truck, beer's Yeah. Beer's but I mean fine. Was, beer would have been fine for even the guy driving the truck. He's one beer is not right. gonna kill him. And he'd have sweated out in exactly like twenty minutes. But then, you know, they would have probably dehydrated. So <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and I think also being in small town West Texas. You're just more trusting of people. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Did you you grew up in a small town, right? I kind of. Orlando? Super small. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Compared to Houston, it's <laughs> tiny. I drove through Orlando after living here for four years, and I was like, it's, oh, it's gone already. Well, I Houston, passed it. Houston is quite a sprawling metropolis. <laughs> yes. It's very spread out for how many people live here. Mm. Now, like New York and Chicago, it's, they're so they're compact. They're compact. Yeah. But, yeah. I grew up in a small town, and you were super trusting of people. You grew up in Minnesota or something like that. South, South Dakota. South Dakota. <laughs> it's the same thing. They're the, pretty, pretty they're close. They're the same state. Pretty damn close to each yeah. other. We were like an hour from the Minnesota border. Yeah. Um, so you, you're much more trusting of people. So I could see Emily doing that. But I, I think I'm glad that she at least stopped when she said, I can watch your daughter for you while you could go run errands. Like, me. Yeah. Maybe not. I'd be like, uh, you could run errands. Oh, yeah. That's a much better yeah, option. That one makes a lot of more How sense. How about you do that? Yeah. So, but I, I liked their interaction. And Emily's not in the comic at all. So oh, I was okay. really worried at the beginning of the show that her character would just be ruin it. Would ruin it. Yeah. Well, she clearly has a love interest for Preacher. Yes. And I didn't want anything in the town to tie him down to the town. Right. Maybe ruin his backstory. But I'm thinking this is more of a backstory precursor before the comic starts. Mm. So I'm, I'm I mean like it's 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 not like he's reciprocating these feelings whatsoever. Yeah. He's oblivious to them. Well, he might be oblivious, but he doesn't care. He's on a mission yes. right now, and the mission has nothing to do with her. Exactly. So, she, like, she's she can, there to help him. Mm-hmm. She's not. Yeah. So your fears m- might have been warranted at one point, but yeah. They're, yeah, they're not currently. Yeah. I agree strongly. Mm-hmm. Strongly agree. So, and then it goes to Cassidy and Preacher at mm-hmm. the church because Cassidy showed up to help with the seraphim and he's like you guys having a party without me <laughs> what the fuck i love cassidy he <laughs> is the best padre can you do an irish accent cuz kind of josh will always do one whenever he always? talks about cassidy and it's hard for him to come out of it mm. as the episode goes on which uh, is even more funny the best thing about the irish accent is that you can say things that aren't you know that are you, you could say regularly like the words whale and then oil and then beef and then hooked and it sounds like something completely different you whale oil beef hooked if you're irish <laughs> you just said well i'll be fucked right. well oiled beef okay <laughs> a nice fine stout what is that a nice fine stout okay. they say stout stout yeah that's how they say stout. Wow. Yeah. Mm. It's crazy. I wish I could talk like that. I well, I'm sure really. we in Texas have accents. Um, I've been told that I have a bit of a twang. A bit of a twang. When I'm over in the uh, in the UK. In the UK area. Yeah. I think I start to talk like them. And so um, they're kind of like, yeah, I can I can kind of hear the, the American twang. Yeah. But they're like, no, you don't sound too American. I'm like, damn it. I wanted to stand out over here, you yeah. stupid pieces of shit. Yeah, what they're saying is, we accept you over here, but we fucking know. 
We know. Well, we, good. I want, we know where you're from. All I want them to do is to know we kn- that we, I'm American. We fucking know. <laughs> and all I want you guys to know is that I'm British. Exactly. I just want to be different. I just want to be different wherever I am. Yeah. I don't want to fit in mm-hmm. where I'm at. Yeah. Okay, so Cassidy and Preacher in the church <laughs> with all their bloody clothes in the washer dryer. <laughs> yeah. That was a bit of fan service right there. It sure was. Ladies. Yeah. In the- I was a little jealous. I was like, damn it, I wish I looked like that. Without a shirt on? Yeah. Just in your boxes? Yeah. I would definitely had some... I would want to look like uh, Dominique Cooper. Yeah. Like... Your yeah. hair's pretty close to his. That's. I gave my stylist a bunch of photos of Preacher. Did you really? I did. Of I was the- like, this. This is what I want. Okay. And uh, she did all right. I didn't pay for it, so yeah. I didn't complain. There you go. Yeah. And so... Their conversation they have about the tattoos is really revealing about... It's more mm-hmm. revealing about the backstory than you'd think it would be. Because the tattoo on back... Um, he's like, where'd you get that one? He's like, a mean old lady gave it to me. And we know in the comic... Read the comic. I'm not going to tell everybody where it came from. But we've seen it before in the show. And it's on the hand of the person that shoots his dad. Mm. That same symbol gotcha. is on the hand of that guy. And then yeah. on Jesse's back. So you're like, well, what... Why? Why would you get that tattoo As anywhere? Reminder. Yeah, on your back though, you can't see it. You, just other, like just a conversation. Putting the past behind you. There you go. I don't think that's what it was, but he said a mean old it lady could put it on. Be? Him, so I have no idea. And then also, what's the rose? Oh, that's my tulip. That's my tulip. Hmm. hmm. Does Does Cassidy at this point know Tulip's name? Yes. Okay, he does know her name because I know that later on he, he he's like, "Oh, you're his tulip." Yes. So, yeah, because I mean like I don't think they ever exchanged names. No, I at least I, not not like on the screen. I I think they did it when she was in the car, right? Taking him to the hospital? Yeah. I th- I think he learned his name. Her, they I think they learned each other's names somewhere maybe, along the way. Maybe. I mean there was, it a, was a frantic it was a, there was wasn't a lot of talking. This is true. You you may have a fair point. Mm-hmm. I'll give you that. Yeah. So, so I I mean at, at least my understanding, he didn't know her name at that point. Yeah. That's Otherwise, true. he might he might have been like read more into it. Yeah. Be like, oh, tulip, eh? Yeah. Well, I'll be fucked. I'll be fucked. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a nice scene between them, and uh. He finds out that Cassidy's been more honest with him than maybe he thought because mm. a lot of the tall tales that Cassidy's been telling him, he's like, ah, you're full of shit. But yeah. seeing angels and watching the Seraph just get killed yeah. and kill them so many times, you're like, mm-hmm. okay, okay, maybe there's more afoot. Clones, here. eh? <laughs> clone people. <laughs> I told you about the clone people. Mm. What else? Um, and then the, what do you think of the side story with the mayor? Because. And the Green Acres group people. Oh. Um, I don't know. I thought that was interesting, to say the least, obviously, with um, uh, Quinn Cannon. Is that how you say it? King Cannon? King Cannon. Right? Is that what? Yeah. Odin King Cannon, yeah. Yeah. Does that happen in this episode or the previous episode? He it's shoots him in the episode. previous episode. In yeah, this that was episode. the very end of the episode. Yeah. yeah. This episode is when the mayor is trying to deal with the shit that Right. He's he keeps getting calls out. from Green Acres. Yeah. He's not, yeah. I would probably be the same way. I'd be like, oh, I can't answer that. I watched the dude kill them. Yeah. Ugh. But, um, 
we find out, well, we'll, we'll find that out later. My well, favorite scene, though, is when he's looking at his clothes. And he's, he's got, got the three, three pairs, pairs of khaki. The exact same khakis. It's like, which, like, which one? Which, I'm gonna, I don't know if I want to wear my Tuesday pants on yeah. today. Well, I mean, um, if you've ever owned, like, a series of the same shirt or whatever, you, you, you dig through your pile of the black shirt until you find the one that you're looking for. <laughs> and so... <laughs> Dude, no. There's a difference. And everyone out there, you tell JD, there's a difference. You're on my side. Well, like, I have four pairs of jeans that are yeah. all the same. They're different colors. Okay. So, They're like different fades? Like yeah, different, different fades levels. of the same pair of jeans. Yeah. I get that. But if it's the exact same fucking color, I'm not going to care. I'm just going to pick one. No, there, there's a difference. And you have the one that's good. Okay. I mean, I, I guess it's true that what, pants fit What happened to my good underwear? The real question is, why isn't all of your underwear good? <laughs> True. That's his fair point. So, but his his interaction with Jesse and everybody's interaction with Jesse in this episode, you can see that something is getting to Jesse. Mm. And you're starting to see cracks because, like, even when he talks to Emily, he's like, this is good, right? We're doing good. Mm. This is a good thing. And she's like, well, it's a lot of people, but that's good, right? I'm going to save all these people. This yeah. Is, I'm Are we doing good or doing not? Good. And I don't. It seems like a weird motivation for a preacher. I mean, I feel like all of his past promises that he's made, he's so desperate to keep them that he's not thinking about the consequences. I well, mean, I mean, what 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 is your take on it? On on because you've watched you've watched all of them recently, yeah. So is there like a stark progression that you've seen in his character? Yeah, or, or I would he, say I would okay. say yeah that that's that's a fair point, especially in this episode. He's he's very much looking for validation, and that's a great yeah yeah, and just like um he's he's getting more frantic about it yeah like um and it it could be that the this revelation of Genesis. Do you see what I just did there? I do. I do. If you're familiar with the Bible at all, I just blew your mind. <laughs> yeah, mind blown. Um, the, with this revelation of Genesis, he's become even more frantic because he he knows he now has a something to like a name to put on this weird power that he has been unable to understand up until this point. Yeah, and so now he knows what it is. He claims it as his own, and he's going to try and control it. And I think. Uh, he's a little scared that he might not be able to control it the way that he wants. Well, and then also to come to find out that it's not actually God, because mm. he thought it was the power of God that right. he had inside him, and come to find out it's an unholy union mm. which, that nobody wants to know about, and that if people did find out about it, they would use it for their own personal gain. Yeah, That's got to be kind of shocking. Like, oh, I've got all this power because God wanted me to have it. No, 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 no. no, no. God didn't want anything to do with this shit. This is an abomination bastard demon angel. Exactly. <laughs> That has inhabited you, yeah. why you nobody knows, but you really don't want this. Mm. And so that's got to be an identity crisis if you find out, like, oh, God, everything mm -hmm. I thought was true is not true. And so now he's kind of, like, working backwards from that and being like, okay, well, I have to make it my own. I have to. Yes. I, I have to make this mine. Like, when you're trying to build something and you accidentally build something else, you're like, well, now it's this. 
this is a chair instead of a table. Yes. Because I said so. Right. Look at it. It's a chair. Yes. This book is no longer a book. It's a bookshelf to stack <laughs> other books on. Yeah. Duh. <laughs> How are you not seeing this? That's obviously what it is. Yeah. So, I mean, the, I feel like we're jumping around a lot, but that's okay. We do that. Mm. Miles, when he goes to talk Miles. to Preacher, the the mayor. Okay. When he goes to talk to the Preacher, he's like, I can't really tell you, mm-hmm. but... Uh, I, I think I'm going to do something bad. <laughs> I think I'm going to do something bad because if I did the other thing, it would be more bad. So <laughs> how, do, how do you choose which is bad? <laughs> which, which is worse? How do, how do you choose between bad and also bad? <laughs> yeah. It's like the election this year. <laughs> Let's not get into politics. Obviously, obviously we're not going to get into politics, but I would say why settle for the lesser of two evils? Don't pick someone evil. Pick someone who's not evil. Or just don't move. <laughs> don't vote. Yeah. So <laughs> anyway, preacher's advice. He's like, you know, you're not giving me much to go on, but from what it sounds like, it sounds like you shouldn't do it. Mm. And he's, and then that's when he says, "Well, if I do the other thing, it's also bad." And he's like, "You know what? Just pray about it. Just pray about it. Obviously, <laughs> that's just the answer. That's how you fix everything." <laughs> so, but what did you think of Miles's solution before we get to the final thing with Eugene? Because right. I wanted to save that for last. right. Obviously. Uh, he, uh, it's a a bit of a frame bang with the car accident. I think that's a fair assessment of what happens. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, the car falls off the highway and it's just roasted. Yeah. Why were the bodies so burned? Did, did, were they just like, was he just like, we can't let them know that they were shot. Right. So we'll just completely burn the bodies. Just dental records. That's what we'll go off. Well, and if he was capable of taking four dead bodies from some dude's office, mm. putting them in the car, mm. and then torching them on the side of the road, I'm not giving him enough credit Obviously. as a human being. <laughs> this, this cat knows what's up. <laughs> because he's he's the same guy who will watch Emily's kids just so he can get a little bit of ass. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Did he get ass in that episode? He sure as shit did. Okay, she took good. off her pants. It's like, you got to be out by morning, though, because last time the kids okay. got you. Yeah, I was kind of watching in that part. I watched. Her, I saw the part where she took her pants off, and I was like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> and it was loud. Clearly, it wasn't the first time, because yeah. she's like, you know, kids Kids nearly caught you last time. Mm. I want you to come, come and then go. Yeah, you know? come and go. Yeah. I hate that word. I know. That's why I said it. I know it makes you so uncomfortable. Thanks, man. You're the best. (laughs) I know. I'm such a good pal. I'm so glad that you're such a good friend who's always on time. You know, I've been late. So punctual. Stop it. Just the most. I'm normally on time or early. I really hate you. You were early when... I was on time. I know. I really hate This sounds bad. Sounds what are we we're talking about actually showing up at places. We're not talking about pleasing each other. I just want to throw that out. <laughs> they don't know that. <laughs> they don't know that. Oh, oh you the, my god. You just ruined the mystique. <laughs> People were probably so confused there for a second. Like, what the what the uh, on time? Are we early? Are, are we really doing this? Yikes. Are we really doing this? <laughs> we we only did that once or twice. And I always always left before the kids were asking questions. <laughs> <laughs> where, we, where have we gone? Oh, oh where have we gone? <laughs> Okay. We've devolved. So Miles, and then Miles finally answers the Green Acres group's calls. And this, and he's like, you know, my voicemail's just been acting up. You know how the voicemail is? Yeah. Sometimes you get nothing and then a bleep and it's like 30 minutes of voicemails. Yeah. 
what the shit? Yeah, I mean, it's it is West Texas, and there's there's weird things going on Dude, in Anvil. I try and avoid West Texas if I can. I, I only I have family out that way. So. The the farthest out west that I've been is San Antonio. Oh yeah, yeah. And I got, I got family in Pecos. And that's that, that's the deep west. Yeah, I I have not ventured any farther west than that because I've heard stories. Yeah, and they're all true. And they're all true. Yeesh. Okay, so any dang way. Um, Miles answers their phone call, and he's like, "Yeah, I, I hate to tell you, there's just been a terrible got a spot of bad news for you. <laughs> just trying to bring the good news." Um. Okay, but then let's talk about Eugene. Eugene. Because Eugene has been a little bit recurring through this episode. He's got little scenes mm-hmm. because... And he's been picking up a little bit more and more as the episodes. Like he, um, I feel like he kind of was on the wayside for one or two episodes. Then they started picking it back up again. Yeah. And um, he's feeling conv- convicted about kind of... He knows that Preacher cheated. Yeah. Well, and then the statement that he said, he's like, I don't want to be forgiven. Right. Not like that. Not like this. I want to earn forgiveness because we still don't know exactly what he did. We know it has something to do with the girl that had the horse accident. Mm -hmm. And then he did something to his face. And I'm not sure how true it's going to be to the comic because of what happens at the end of this episode. It's not happened at all in the comic. Ooh. But. Saucy. Very saucy. But his. Dialogue like the fight scene at the beginning, badass. But his dialogue he had with Preacher in the church at the end of the episode, mm. I think, was as good, if not better, yeah. than that scene. It's yeah, be, I mean, especially when you have that understanding of free will, yeah, I mean, and that's what he's all about. He's like, you, you, you can't just force people in here. You can't force people to forgive me. Yeah. And just like, you can't force people to get saved. You can't just make them do it. That's not okay. It's a sin. It's a terrible, terrible sin, mm-hmm. and you know it is. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that how that actor gets so much into the performance behind all that makeup. Yeah. It's so impressive to and me. I think everybody is a great actor, but he, I think, is mm-hmm. a cut above. Mm-hmm. I'm so impressed. Yeah, because, I mean, uh, like, they they even put the subtitles on him, but... I would argue that you don't need the subtitles. You'd be all right without them. You would. You would. And because he communicates enough with his face and his eyes. Mm -hmm. But it was some very profound things that I think Preacher needed to hear. Mm -hmm. And you could tell that he didn't want to hear them because of his anger. Yeah. While he's like, you know, you're a very hard person to please. I feel like I can't make you happy. Yeah. I didn't ask you to make me happy. I feel like you don't want to be happy. You want to be you want this you know all this bad stuff to happen yeah so and eugene i don't think he wants that he doesn't want to feel sad he doesn't want to feel hated but he wants i think he's he's more into justice and fairness and mm. he's like you know i deserve maybe some people to not like me i deserve for- some of this hate yeah because mm-hmm. the kids that throughout the episode have been nice and want to come sit by him some from fireworks i had I don't know really what was going on with that. I didn't get the point in the end and why. Yeah, I didn't understand why they were why they were affected. Yeah. Like they wouldn't be. Yeah. They are high school kids. They would still be like, "Oh, look at our face over here." Yeah. That would, no. Yeah, I don't I don't and 
I don't know if Preacher then maybe told the whole town to, to forgive him. And but I, he the on his locker was still written die. Die. Yeah. So, so it is nice to see people reaching out, but I think that a little bit of kindness kind of reminded Eugene, you know, like I don't you know, deserve it. Or these people like me for me and they're giving me a shot. I don't need you to cheat. Oh, I got what you're saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't need the the cheat forgiveness when, you know, people can just be nice to me. Right. And, you know, if people give me a shot, I can maybe earn their trust, earn their forgiveness, and earn some kindness from them. And mm-hmm. I don't need... And so, it's just... Preacher has really gone off the reservation in in so many ways to to where he... He doesn't think about what needs to happen, and you have to maybe work to get to where you're going. Right. He is definitely on the quick fix uh, train right now. And have you ever tried a quick fix ever in your life? Oh, yeah, all the time. Does it ever work no. in the end? Like, like I can pretend that it works, but I can always see like the faults in it, and yeah. I'm always like... Shit. Yeah. That's, that, that looks bad. Yeah, and so, you know, temporary solutions mm-hmm. are, are just that. Temporary solutions. Yep. You're not going to fix the problem. Yeah. And I mean, like, as much as it appeals to today's society of um, instant gratification. Yeah. Um, in the long run, it's not good. No. Like, it's uh, the Jimmy John's mentality of... People are like, wow, that sandwich came out so fast. But it's like, is it good, though? No. It doesn't matter. I got the sandwich right after I ordered it. And I'm like, "What? that's not a selling point. It's not. It shouldn't be. I would rather have something that took time to cook Mm -hmm. that tasted good. Mm -hmm. Instead of, uh, you know, some meat sandwich that was half-acidly thrown together. Right. They didn't even ask you what you want in it. It's like like you can't even special order this Can I get the such and such sandwich? Yeah, there it is. It's, it's kind of there. It's done. Do you like All it? of the pieces are there right. in the wrapping. Yeah. And you you eat it like a good little boy or I will hurt you. Yeah. So okay, all right, Jimmy John's is just it's fine. I, I I like it because it was fast. Thank you. And they're like this. That's damn right. Uh, you, you, that's the correct answer. <laughs> you, Thank you. You win. Get out. Thanks for your money. Yeah. And then also with Jesse He's. It's very audacious to think that you know better for other people than they do. You know, we always want to tell people how to live their lives and tell people what they should be doing. Yep. It's really none of our fucking business. You know, we can give people advice, but in the end, they have to make their own decision, and they're not us, so we can't decide what's best for them. Mm-hmm. We can't decide what they need to do. And I, I feel like we live in a world now, not only like a quick fix world, but everybody has a fucking opinion about mm, everything. everything, especially other people's lives. Yeah, because they don't want to look at their own lives. They'd rather tell other people how to live their life instead well, of having to deal with your own shit. Let me tell you what you're doing wrong. Please, please and, do and so. how to fix it. Yeah. That's... I, no. Unsolicited. You you're not asking me for this advice, but I'm going to give it to oh, you. Oh, I saw that you said a thing on Facebook about such and such. Let me tell you, this is a good r- way to fix that because I know because I'm a smart man. Exactly. No. I know better than you. I've lived in your shoes and I, I know what <laughs> I know you exactly need. what you're going through. I can fix your problem. I'm so glad that you've read my Facebook post. So I, I'm appreciating the commentary, and I'm hoping that it's causing people to maybe think and make decisions and change some things. Like, hey, you know, 
I do the same sort of thing sometimes, or maybe I don't and other people around me do, and Mm. I can call them on it, but I like that aspect of it. When Preacher gets called on his shit, he's really getting called on his shit, and he does not like it. Mm -hmm. And it's it's real shit. It is. It is. It's like you take away someone's free will, you've you've taken away their humanity. Yeah. Like, that's all there is to it. Yes. Like, you can sit here and argue with me, Calvinism, whatever. It's There's there's still the choice. It's still there. If you take that away, that that's, I don't know, God doesn't even claim to do that. Yeah. He doesn't. Right. And, but I mean... Yeah, you're just stripping someone, you're viewing someone as an object mm-hmm. instead of a, a little piece in your game. Yeah, instead of as a person. Yeah. And that's not, if this person really wants to grow and become a better person or see their life progress in any way, they need to make their own decisions, make and they, their own mistakes. Yeah, make their own mistake. They can make the wrong decision, but they 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 learn from that. Yeah. You learn from doing the wrong thing. Yeah. I'm, we're getting so serial. I know. In this. Well, and then Eugene, I think, has learned that out of everybody in the town. Yeah. Well, maybe Cassidy and Tulip. Preacher hasn't learned it, but Eugene Obviously, has learned Preacher it. Hasn't. And he is telling Preacher that. And Preacher's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm done with this shit. Go to hell. And we had talked in previous episodes about how people could only do what they're capable of. Like right. They told Cassidy, like, fly. Cassie can't. He didn't do it. He ran into a wall. So I'm really curious how Eugene was able to go to hell. It could be because of the demon aspect of Genesis, and Mm. he can command that kind of power. Mm -hmm. But I was really surprised that that he, yeah, just disappeared. Mm. Gone. Yeah, it was. It was eerie. It was eerie. You heard the like weird. Screaming and yeah, yeah, wailing. you heard this, and, and like the like there was like a yeah, it was a weird noise, and yeah. I was like, oh shit, oh shit, things just got real. Yeah, real. I had to rewind it and see that again. Yeah, because it was it was heavy. It was it, it in my opinion, it was not as heavy as um in the, I think it was the previous episode when uh his dad, what's his name? I don't remember. His, oh, the sheriff. Yeah, he's like yeah. Maybe you should have just finished the job. Yeah. I like said out loud a few times, whoa, dude, yeah. no. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. You're like, oh shit, that got serious fast. Yeah. Because he's just trying to make the dude an omelet. Like, here's an omelet. We're out of cheese. I'll I'll cut it some, for you. Put some craft singles on there. <laughs> you know, he's trying to be nice. Yeah. I was like, holy shit. Like, yeah. like death is. I don't, for me, I've always seen death as a part of life. It's sure. something that happens. You, you're all destined for it. The, the number one cause of death is definitely conception. Yes, that is absolutely true. Yeah. So it, it's just something that happens. But 100% like, 100% of people die. But Sorry. Like you, God, you, you say he maybe should have finished the job to a dude who tried to kill himself. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Like, for real. Fuck. Yeah. So, good episode. I thought it was I probably my favorite episode of the series. I would strongly um put it up there. Yeah, it's it's up there. I yeah. I might have enjoyed the previous episode a bit more because yeah. um there was definitely some um mystery still yeah. in the the whole uh uh Fiorin de Blanc and yeah. the Seraph. 
And then uh, Odin and getting shooting up everybody. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So I thought it was a good episode. I'm excited to see how the series finishes. And now that they picked it up for season two, I know that there's going to be a lot more of the story told. Yeah. So I'm excited I, uh, about that. I uh, uh, legitimately, I'm uh, house sitting for Josh. Yes, you are. And uh, I uh, did uh, sneak a peek at his uh, uh, preacher comic book collection oh did you yeah i had to because i was like i need to read this you do yeah and so i'm i'm gonna probably gonna steal those for a bit yeah sorry josh they're mine now temporarily yeah well thank y'all for listening Uh, again we apologize for our late release we will be back to our normal release date on tuesday yeah thanks for thanks for understanding and for listening it's i'm I'm, i mean i don't want to take responsibility but it it's partially my fault. Yeah, it's partially my fault as well. Yeah. Yeah. So um, in the meantime, if you want to get in contact with us, you can hit us up on Twitter. We have a specific Twitter for the show. It's at FearInthCast. Mm-hmm. And then you can also email us. Long format. Yeah. Which, I'm, you can, which we've had a few. Yeah, I'm at InthCastMetal. I'm, wait. Yeah, at Stephen the Brit. That's Twitter. That's what I said, Twitter. I thought we were, you said email. I said Twitter, didn't I? I don't know. Okay. I was my, talking about email. My Twitter is at InthCastMetal. My Twitter is at Stephen the Brit. And if you want to send us an email, I'm JD at InthCast.com. And I'm Stephen at InthCast.com. Yeah, and go to our website, and you can find all our other shows. It's InthCast.com, and you find a whole bunch of information a whole there. slurry of information. So many shows. Just all the information you could ever want. Yeah. And so I'm going to do the sign-off for this show because I'm not sure you know it. I don't know this. That's okay. Let's hear it. I'll do it. And so in the meantime, what you need to do is fight the dead, but fear the nth cast. (laughs) 